Let's pray first. God, I thank you for today. God, I thank you for every day. God, I thank you that you love us. Uh, your love is immeasurable. Uh, it can't be counted. It can't be measured. It can't. You can't put it on a chart. It, it's <laughs> it's amazing. Um, God, I thank you that you meet us in every single moment of our lives. You you meet us here today. Uh, God, you want to speak to us. You want to hang out with us. You want to take care of us. You want to you want to do everything that a perfect father does, and you do it because you love us, and uh, you are love. And I just thank you for that, God. I just pray in these next uh, moments that we uh, open up your word and 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 just kind of think about um, whatever it is you you want to talk to us about this morning that we will just hear it um, and that it will resonate with us and that we will um, just grow grow cl- closer to you in some way uh, because of it and uh, we love you and we praise you in Jesus name Amen. Some water, too much coffee, I'm all dry mouth. All right. So, um, interesting enough, when uh, when I don't really get the opportunity to, to do two weekends in a row, uh, last weekend I got to do 8, 10, and I didn't get told that I couldn't speak this weekend, so obviously it wasn't that bad. So, um, I... Uh, I knew I knew that I was going to be speaking two weekends in a row, and and uh, and earlier this week, or as soon as I was done on Sunday, God kind of already gave me another a, a word for today, and uh, and then in a meeting, Bobby asked me if I was going to share what I shared last week because it's a different time frame, and I said no. In my mind, I knew God already gave me a word, and then later on in the week, I, I was just thinking more about it and praying about it, and I was like, God, do you want me to talk about what I talked about last week? And and I said and. He said, no. And I said, well, okay, well, what do you want me to talk about? And he said, well, I already told you. And I was like, oh, yeah, you did. So <laughs> he already told me. But um, anyways, uh, so disclaimer, it might, this may be offensive to PETA or some other organizations. I'm not quite sure, but it's in the Bible. And uh, so I I'm, I'm, can't really argue too much with it. And if it's offensive to anybody else, I'm sorry. But uh, we're going to go through it anyway. So Anyways, so this morning, or earlier this week, when I was uh, going through the verses and the list and everything, my wife was like, what are you going to preach on this weekend? And, and uh, she said, are you going to talk about Valentine's Day? And I was like, oh, crud, it is Valentine's Day, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, interesting enough, I, had already, I, I felt like God had already given me the, the title for it, and it was, Do You Feel Special? It's perfect, Ooh. right? Perfect. See how God works? Isn't that amazing? Even in my own... Idiocracy, God is is faithful, and uh, I'm glad He is because <laughs> I'm a bonehead. Um, anyway, so we're going to be talking about a story in the Bible that, uh, or a parable that you guys have heard probably a bunch of times, and uh, we're going to read through it. And then I kind of the way my brain works, we're, I, I want to just kind of explore some possibilities with it, right? And um, so the, the title is, Do You Feel Special? All right. And hopefully what we get to is that, yes, we are all special, 
but in the same sense, we're not that special, right? So not do we feel special in like an arrogant type way, like, man, I'm the man, you know what I mean? Like, I got it all together. I got the job. I got this. I got that. And then on the other flip side of the coin, maybe you don't feel special, you know? Maybe you're in a position right now where you don't feel special, and you should because you are. Um, so anyways, let's read. Matthew 18, 12 through 24, or 14, we're not going to read that much. Matthew 18, 12 through 14. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep, this is Jesus talking, by the way. If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. Okay, so, in looking at this verse, where my brain automatically went was, I want to know more about this sheep. <laughs> like, it doesn't say more about the sheep. Like, what happened? Like, why do you wander off? What was wrong with them? Like, I don't know. Was there food? Like, I don't know. And so, in my brain, and I don't know why, and again, this might be offensive, but I had to give him a name. The sheep has to have a name. If we're going to personalize it, the sheep has to have a name, right? <laughs> so in my brain, I gave him the name Pepe. <laughs> I don't know why this sheep is a Hispanic Middle Eastern sheep. But, because he's in the Middle East, right? This is Jesus' times, Jesus' areas. He's Middle Eastern, and he's also Hispanic. I don't know why, but that's his name, Pepe. So <laughs> we don't know much about Pepe. It doesn't say, like, why he wandered off right? We don't know if he, you know, got made fun of by the other sheep, you know? Maybe he was like Rudolph. Maybe he had like a bum leg or, you know, maybe he, maybe he had a couple spots on him, right? In the Jewish culture, you wanted to have like the spotless sheep or lamb was like the coveted sheep, right? So maybe he had a couple spots and people made fun of him because of his spots or whatever, you know? And uh, so maybe, maybe Pepe was just like, man, nobody loves me. I'm just going to go wander off and just go be by myself, right? We don't know that. Maybe that's what it went. Maybe Pepe, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should have come up with another name. I don't know. But anyways, maybe Pepe was like, uh, he, was, uh, he, he was the sheep where he was like, uh, the grass was greener on the other side, right? His shepherd had him in this field and, and you know, the, the, this grass that they're all eating, it's good grass. You know, it's, it's giving them what they need. But maybe Pepe saw, like, on the other hillside, he's like, man, that grass looks real good. I'm going to go hang out on that field. I'm going to walk away to that field, and I'm going to go eat that grass. We don't know. Maybe, maybe that was Pepe's decision. Or maybe Pepe's like me. <laughs> he just... <laughs> maybe, maybe dude just wandered off. You know what I mean? Maybe Pepe was just like... Looking at the flowers or, you know, like, ooh, a squirrel. Or, you know, whatever. Like, maybe Pepe is just cruising through life and not paying attention and just, you know, just wandered off. Who knows? We don't know. I don't know. Didn't say. <sighs> Anyways. So, with that being said, I think the only logical conclusion to come to is that all of us at some point can relate to Pepe, right? 
we're all the lost sheep. All right? This story isn't about just one person in this room. The story is about all of us. Right? We're all the lost sheep. We've all been lost. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means all of us. We're all fallen short. <clears throat> now what that means is that none, none, not one of us in this room are enough. In, uh, in, in, in Voyager and Youth Group, uh, our kind of theme right now is, is called Enough. And we're talking about being enough, right? And uh, and once you get down to the brass tax of it, brass taxes of it, Romans three twenty three says we're not enough. We've all fallen short, right? And that's a scary thing for some of us, for all of us, to think about sometimes, especially the ones that might be like Pepe. That's like, man, I got it all figured out. Grass is green on their side. I'm going to go take care of my business. I'm going to go do what I want. It's it's hard to get humble sometimes. It's hard for everybody, but for some people it's harder, right? And, uh, and, and, and it's hard to feel like you're not enough when you like feeling like you got it all together. And so if we're not all enough and God died for all of us, if all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, that puts us all on a level playing field, right? That puts us all on a level playing field. That puts us on a field to where we can love each other unconditionally because we've all fallen short. Nobody's better than the other person. Your sin might look different than mine, but we're both sinners, right? It's all, it's all, it all has the same price. If you look at it, the sin of this sin that we measure as the ultimate terrible sin, you can put you know, the X with the Y or whatever, this sin has the same payment as this sin that we measure down here that isn't, or it's, it's all, the payment is death. The payment is separation from God for eternity. So we're all on the level playing field, right? Bless you. <laughs> and uh, so the cool thing about this is, is going with the do you feel special thing, it's like, well, man, I, I guess I have fallen short. Like, I don't feel special at all. <laughs> this is terrible. And, uh, but you should actually feel special because the next point is, is that he paid the ultimate price. Jesus paid the ultimate price. And everybody knows or should know that the ultimate price was he sacrificed himself for us. We are all the lost sheep. We are all the lost sheep. And he died for every single person in this room, every single person in the entire world, everybody that's ever existed or will ever exist. He died for us all. He paid the ultimate price. And he didn't just do it haphazardly. It's not like he was just like, well, I guess I'll die for him. Like, Whatever, I guess this is the only way. Like, it was planned. He, he, it was planned. It was planned. It was premeditated, whatever you want to call it. And he knew what he was doing. And why did he do it? Because you are special. Every single one of you is super special. Maybe not, an, you know, you can, you can look at it and get all whatever. Like, to God, we are all super special. Very, very, very special. All right? It doesn't matter how broken you feel, how messed up you feel. Uh, you're special. God loves you. 
And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, for God loved the world in this way, that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. All right? So he paid that ultimate price. And it was, we sang the song, Oh, How He Loves Us. Like, Jesus told his, his, his friends, the disciples later on, like, kind of before he died, he said that no greater love is than a friend who would lay down his life for his friends. Like, that's like the ultimate thing, right? Like, when, we're, when you're like a kid, or maybe adults do it or whatever, when you're a kid, you're like, you, you're my best friend, bro, I die for you. You know what I mean? Like, you say that, right? Like, that's like, that's like the ultimate thing. Like, I would die for you, man. I would, I would take a bullet for you, like, whatever. Like, well, guess what? Jesus did that. He did that for us. He did that for you. All of you. I'm pointing fingers at everybody. <laughs> he did that for us. So then the question becomes, how are you responding to that? How am I, how am I responding to that? Am I, am, am, I, am I accepting that Jesus paid this ultimate price, that he loved him, or that he loved me and I loved him, you know, one of Bobby's favorite things to say is, are, are you acting like it? You know, are we loving God and acting like it? Because actions, you know, the old saying, actions speak louder than words type thing, like, that's a big deal. Sorry, I got an eye twitch. <laughs> um, they, uh, are you acting like it? And, you know, I'm not saying that we're perfect and we do it all the time. I, I sure as heck don't. But, like you got to ask yourself that this isn't about me. This is about your relationship with God. Are you acting like it? That's the challenge. That's the challenge that I'm faced with every day, and that's the challenge that everybody should be faced with every day. Am I going to wake up and act like I love God or not? Am I going to recognize that he paid this ultimate price for me because I was this lost sheep? He came and he found me, and he died for me. So am I, is he going to like legit be my best friend? Or am I going to take advantage of that friendship or that relationship or whatever? And last, uh, last week, I talked about uh, living free. Are you living free? Right? And so that ultimate price was paid so that we can live free. Right? That ultimate price wasn't just to get us into heaven so we can hang out with God for eternity, and I don't know what it's going to look like, but I bet you it's going to be insanely awesome in heaven. I don't know, man. I hope there's good waves. I hope, you know, there's all kinds of really cool stuff. I don't know what it's going to be like, but you know what? Even if there's not waves, I'm going to like it anyway because it's going to be radical. Um, uh, And uh, But anyways, he paid that price, not just for that, but he paid that price so we can live free like today, right now, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day. We can live free. We can live free of guilt, shame, all these other things, all this baggage. I talked about all this baggage that we carry around in our lives. He died so that we can give that all to him, and all that baggage has gone bye-bye. <laughs> all that baggage is gone, and we're living free, man. And so that heavy, heavy, heavy price that he paid, it was for us because he loves us. We are special. 
We are special. He doesn't want us to just, he does want us to, just, to be in heaven with him, but he wants us to be free. He wants us to live free and be full of joy. The Bible talks about it. You can, you can Google it. What does the Bible say about joy? You're going to find all kinds of stuff in there, and it's awesome. And it's all about because God loves us, and it's all for our good. So, then we're faced with the question of what's our relationship with God? What does that look like? What does your current relationship with God look like today, last week, whatever? Like, in this recent time, what does your relationship look like with him? Um, is it one that you're just not even sure if you trust him or believe in him or whatever? Um, you know, is it one that you have given your life to him and, you know, you just kind of, just it was just one of those things where like, yeah, cool. Jesus, he died for me and the next day is no different than any other day. Um, you know, or is it one where you you know, have, have realized these things that, that he did pay that ultimate price for you and it was for your freedom and you're living in freedom and that's, that's awesome. Um, but a lot of times we don't live in that freedom. A lot of times we still don't feel special. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, that's what God, God wants that relationship between you and him. He wants you to feel special because you are. You are. Just like with my kids. Like, I want my kids to, even though the times that they mess up and, you know, and I get, <laughs> I get hard on them and, you know, yell at them or whatever, like, I don't want them to ever feel like they're not special because they are. They're my kids. I love them. You know what I mean? That's the same thing with God. Like, God's, God's a way better father than I am. Uh, and if I can, in my human brain, have the concept of what a good father should look like, and then we take that and like compare that to an immeasurable God that's going to have an immeasurable amount of like awesome fatherness, like that's like next level dad, dad stuff. Like he's the man. So of course he wants you to feel special. And so the question comes to wherever you are in your life, whether you haven't even you haven't even asked God into your life. The question is, have you even asked? Have you even, have you even had that? You know, what, what's your prayer life look like? Is your prayer, and, and it's really good to give thanks all the time, but are you just giving thanks all the time? Is that what you're, is that all you pray for? And I mean, don't get me wrong, that's an awesome thing. God wants us to be thankful for everything. But as a good father, he wants us to ask too. And I'm not talking about selfish stuff. I'm not like, man, God, give me a million dollars. I'm going to win the lottery. Scratch that ticket and like, God, help me win the lottery. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay? I'm talking about asking for stuff. All right? Are you in a position in your life where you feel absolutely helpless? This lost sheep, you know, maybe, maybe you're the Pepe that just kind of like, even like me, just cruising through life. And you're wandering around, not, you know, just not hurting anybody, just, you know, smelling the roses, eating the dandelions, whatever you want to call it. And then all of a sudden you realize that you're lost and you're like, where did everybody go? <laughs> I'm lost. And then you, you realize that there's, there's no way to fix it. You can't fix it. You can't get found. You can't. And, and we can't. We can't get found. We can't get saved on our own. 
Are you like that? And then you, you realize that you need somebody. You need somebody. Maybe you don't even know what it is. Maybe you've heard about this Jesus guy and this God guy. Well, then the question is, have you asked? Have you prayed before when you're younger and, you, and, and all you have done is be like, oh God, I know that I messed up, but just please get me out of this and I will do whatever you want me to do. And then you get out of it and then you, nothing changed. I did that a million times when I was a kid, when I was getting in trouble in school. I'm like, God, please don't let my parents find out and uh, you know, just don't let them find out. And, uh, and then you just end up being in your 20s or 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s or whatever, and you realize that you thought you knew what you were doing, you thought you had it all together, but you're lost. You're so lost. There's nothing you can do about it. But the cool thing is that you're special and that God's been watching you the whole time. The whole time. And all it takes is for you to ask. The verse, Matthew 7, uh, 7 through 8, says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. <clears throat> Jesus was, was telling them that if you ask me, I'm going to answer you. If you ask me, I'm going to answer you. And that's encouraging, man. Uh, I think about <laughs> uh, right right now, we, we've gone through this stage now the third time, but you know we've got a three-year-old, and man, she'll ask some questions. And she'll ask the same question over and 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 over again. And uh, man, it'll wear you out. But I love her anyway. But uh but uh, God wants us to ask. And, and sometimes we feel like he's not going to be like I am <laughs> when my kid's like, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, hey, daddy. And then I'm just like, at the end of it, I'm like, be quiet. But I say something else. And, um, you know, he's not, he's not going to be like that. A lot of times we get scared to ask because of, the worldly experiences we've had from asking. Maybe we've gotten super vulnerable and we've asked for something and we got burned. And so we just don't ask anymore. Anybody ever felt like that? Um, so the question is, have you asked? If you've got all these problems and all this baggage and all this stuff on you, have you ever asked? If you're lost and you don't know where God is and you want to find God and you, you, you want freedom and you want all this stuff, the question is, have you asked? Have you asked? If you haven't, it would be a good place to start. It would be a really good place to start. Because you know what? What do you got to lose? I mean, it can't get worse, right? That's what we thought about 2020. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you can't get worse, right? Like, what do you got to lose? Ask. I remember when I was, when I was, I'm still a kid. I don't know why I say it, but I remember when I was in my, uh, it's funny now how I think of like people in their early twenties as kids now. It's weird. I'm not that old. I'm like, I turned 38 this year, but, um, I remember when I was much younger and I was super lost and, I had only said those prayers of like, thank you, God, or, you know, on occasion, thank you, God, or God help me because I'm in deep stuff and I need help. Um, 
but then once I realized that I was the lost sheep, Pepe, and I said, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost. I need your help. I don't, I, I know that you exist. And I know that there was a dude named Jesus that died for my sins. So if that's true, show me. It wasn't this weird, it, I don't want to say it weird. It wasn't this thing where I came up to an altar and I did this altar call and people prayed for me and all these kinds of things. It was just me and God. And I asked. And you know what happened? Man, my life changed radically in three months. And I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. I was selfish. I was living a selfish life. It was all about me. It was all about doing things that I wanted to do, all about, you know, catching a good wave or, you know, there's some younger people here, so I'm not going to talk about all the other things that I did, but it was just all about me, man. It was all about me having fun and doing what I wanted to do. It had nothing to do with asking God about anything, nothing at all. But I asked him. I knew that I was lost. I finally realized that I was lost, and I asked him. And in three short months, he showed me who he was. He showed me who his son was. And he showed me how special I am to him. I may not feel special all the time to everybody else. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Because I know that God loves me. And I know that God thinks that I'm special. And I know that he died for me. Because to me, for him, what, I'm special. <laughs> And so the question is, is, do you feel special? It's Valentine's Day, right? So let's get happy for a minute. You should feel special, man, because God loves you. God loves you. Jesus loves you. He died for you. He paid this ultimate price for us because he loves you. It's amazing. It's amazing. That song... Not every time, but a lot of times, like when I really think about, oh, how he loves us, how, how he loves me, I don't, I don't cry very often, but man, it gets me. It gets me because the, the weight of his love on me, it makes me feel so special. I just, just, there's no other response other than to cry. And it's crazy. It's vulnerable and it, it's not very manly, but you know, it is what it is. I ain't scared to admit it, but... But I, I want you guys to feel special. God wants you to feel special. And not in the arrogant special to where, you know, you're better than this person. But no, you're special because God loves you. And, you know, like David said in the video, everybody has been blessed with special gifts and talents. We've all been, God has made us in a specific way to operate and to, and to do certain things. We weren't created just to come sit in church for 45 minutes or whatever on Sundays and then go out through the world and act like a bunch of numbskulls. No, we were created to build God's kingdom. And that's awesome. Like, who, who doesn't like to, like, as a, as a little boy, and I don't know what little girls fantasize about, but a little girl, little boys, you fantasize about being like special forces, doing special ops and all that kind of stuff, right? Like, that's the cool stuff, being a ninja, you know, like, doing all this stuff. Like, like, I mean, God has created us for, like, special things, man. Special things. There's stuff that only He created you specifically for a certain special thing. But you know what? You're never going to find out unless you ask. 
You're never going to find out. You're just going to be like the wandering Pepe that's just wandering around doing his own thing. You're going to be the lost sheep. You're going to be, you could be a lost sheep forever. But you got to ask. You got to start off asking. And so I want to leave you with two things. One, you are very, 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 very special. Very special. And number two, I want you guys to start asking. I want you to start talking like when you don't be afraid to ask for stuff. My kids, when my kids are in trouble or my kids feel sad, I want them to ask me stuff. I want, I want to help them because I'm their father and I love them. So don't you think God would want to do that too? It makes sense, right? I'm not going to claim I know everything about God because it's impossible to know everything about God, but I imagine that if he is a perfect loving father, he wants us to ask him stuff. So that's what I want you guys to do. Feel special and ask him. Ask him questions. You're not, you can't. I mean, he knows everything anyway. He knows what you're going to ask before you even ask it. So just say it. It's, it. it's just a way for you to get stuff off and you just get to feel all kinds of special. Right? All right. I got, I got the light flashed at me. So we're done. Let's pray. <laughs> God, I thank you that I am special to you. God, I thank you that even in my, my brokenness and in my, my just ignorance of, of life, that you, you came and you found me. Um, God, I just... I, I just it's, I can't comprehend it all, and I, it doesn't matter to me. I just, I just know that you love me, and I thank you for that. God, I thank you that you love everybody here uh, that much, too. And, and uh, you are the ultimate valentine. Uh, and uh, so, God, just help us to, to reciprocate that love. Um, you, you've, already, you've asked us to be your valentine every day. And uh, God, help us to do the same. Um, God, help us to love you and help us to act like it. Help us to feel special. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen.